0: My dad has worked at HCC for 28 years. In the previous years, there were a lot of events that HCC put on where the employees got to showcase their talents like singing and dancing and things like that. So my dad was always involved in those. He loves to sing, he loved to dance. And when he passed away, we thought, like, what would be the best way to honor his memory? And we thought about wine, create a scholarship at somewhere that he's worked for so long and loved, and offer it to students that are in the arts, which is something that he also loved.
1: Hello, and welcome to At Your Service. I'm Tim Banks. And today, we're celebrating Black History Month. And I've got some great guests, as always. So we're celebrating Black History Month with a taste of Caribbean with a sprinkle of jerk. Oh man, I can't wait to hear our guests and what they're going to tell us about Caribbean cuisine and all it has to offer. Today I'm being joined by Althea and Omar Hansen. These guys are food truck owners right here in Howard County. We love what they do. I've seen them on campus before. I've tasted their food, which is amazing in itself. So If you see them out on town, you gotta stop them and you gotta say hello. Welcome Althea and Omar.
2: Thank you, Tim. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you all today? We're fine. We're happy to be here. Thanks for having us on your show. Thank you. Thank
1: you for being here. So let's jump right in. Tell me, where does your love and passion for Caribbean cuisine come from?
0: Well, I'll answer that one. So we were both born in Jamaica. The love for the food industry started with me and my grandmother. I've lived with my grandmother since I was two years old. And she was pretty much like the matriarch of the community. So she loved to cook, and I was always in the kitchen with her for years. I did real estate and just came back to what I love, which is Mm. just feeding people and giving people nice, fresh ingredients and healthy foods to eat.
1: Right. There's a passion we share for feeding people. I love to see that first bite smile. When someone takes that first bite and and they light up, you know you've done a good job and you've hit a spot that is making them very happy. So the joy of sharing food is one of my passions as well. So let's talk about role. Would you say that the food plays a big role and how does the food play a big role in the Afro-Caribbean food?
2: What's unique about it? For African caribbean especially for Caribbean people, Our food, we, being from colonial times, ex-colonial slaves and all of that, our food consisted of what you'd call scraps. That's what we were given as food. So you can't eat scraps unless you have a way to make it flavorful. So our ancestors were able to turn whatever they got into flavorful food so you'd enjoy it. So that's how, for African and Caribbean people, Afro-Caribbean people, our food is a major, we just use whatever we have and make the best of it.
1: That's right. I definitely can attest to that. We've had to do the same thing with our cuisine. Very similar. Yeah. So to contrast American and Caribbean cuisine, what would you say is the biggest influence that makes Caribbean food stand out?
2: I fresh. think it's the flavor. Fresh, the flavor, and, and fresh, fresh herbs and spices. Fresh, fresh herbs and, and spices. Fresh herbs if it's something, spices.
1: I love yeah. that. If it's something you could say that is two or three very unique ingredients that you can't live without in Caribbean cuisine, what would that be? Oh.
0: Scallion, thyme. That's and one. Pepper.
1: And pepper. <laughs> and pepper. OK, so pepper. Yeah. Let's talk about the range of pepper. Yeah. What peppers are we talking about here? So we want the guests to know when they're out uh, enjoying Caribbean cuisine or they're thinking about creating some dishes at home, What's a must-have pepper that they need? Scotch bonnet. bonnet. Scotch bonnet, right? Scotch bonnet—that's yeah. the—that's the anchor, right, to Caribbean yeah. cuisine. If, you gotta have a little Scotch bonnet to wake everything up yeah. and uh,
2: start to and Scotch, get those senses has, has a Yeah, Scotch mm. bonnet has a lot of variants. There are variants that are just flavor with no heat, and there are variants okay. that are very has a lot of heat as well as flavor. But the flavor is always consistent with scotch bonnet. So that's a must have for Caribbean cuisine, scotch bonnet peppers.
1: That's good to know that there's a range of scotch bonnet in heat, right? It, it can be very milder, it could be very intensely spicy, but the flavor must be there. It's the scotch bonnet flavor yeah. that you want to have in your food to make it truly a Caribbean inspired dish. So that's awesome. I love it. And I didn't know there was a big range, but I'm going to investigate more and start using more scotch bonnet in my home cooking as well. So let's talk about your food truck. I'm excited about that. What inspired you guys to open a food truck business here in Howard County?
0: So we started originally with our catering company. We started cooking food for everybody out of our home and inviting everyone to purchase meals on weekends. It got so popular that we were being asked over and over, when are you guys cooking again? Um, When we decided to take this further, we decided to get a catering company instead of just having a restaurant because we still wanted to keep our brand going and to get more customers and things like that. Originally, our plan was to start up our storefront, but then the pandemic hit and Amar thought it would have been a better idea to get a food truck. So he pretty much kind of designed the food truck we got it built from scratch and we both quit our jobs. It's been now almost two years. Wow, so a custom food yeah. truck. Okay, so next question yeah. is, because
1: I have students that want food trucks all the time, right? And they're always thinking about, oh, I can get a food truck or, or should I start a restaurant? What is the really contrasting difference between operating and owning a food truck versus a brick and mortar restaurant? The pros and cons may be, of each, you know, what's really awesome about a food
2: truck versus brick and mortar? All right, um, the pros of having a food truck is that you don't wait for your guests to come to you, you're able to go to your guests. And mm. people like that sometimes, um, especially during the pandemic when we started, people were happy for us to be coming into their communities, coming into their job and all of that because people, restaurants weren't open. So it was great to be able to bring the food to the people instead of waiting for the people to come to the, come to the food. For me, the cons is that people are, I'd say, mentally prepared to pay a better price if they go into a brick and mortar. Because I've had experiences mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm sitting in, in the truck and I hear people come up and say, oh, food, the price? I think food truck prices should be $10 or $12. And I'm like, really? there's not much different cost in us operating a food truck as opposed to operating a restaurant, a brick and mortar, a stable position, because we still have overheads. We still purchase food from the same places that the restaurants purchase. So our cost is probably, apart from having to pay rent, we have every other cost. So our prices have to be pretty much the same as a restaurant. And I guarantee you food truck food is fresher than a restaurant because we don't have a lot of storage. (laughs) <laughs> so we have to make right you got to buy
1: did. it and cook it right you got to send it yeah. out so that, that's a good way to, to express it that the cost involved are also sometimes equal and can be greater than the yes. day-to-day cost of a freestanding restaurant because you still have licenses permits you've got fuel charges yeah. that are fluctuating constantly yeah you've got a lot
2: of those yeah. things that lot- are, are challenges A lot more licenses that you have to get, especially here in Maryland, because you have to have a license in each county if you want to operate in the entire state, as well as you have a constant gasoline Gasoline price affects us for both the transportation and for operating the generator. So it's still a lot of fluctuating costs that people don't think. They just think it's a food truck. Um, Mm -hmm. The price should be cheaper.
0: Another pro is that we get to go out everywhere. I mean, we've been to almost more than three-quarters of Maryland. We get to explore and see other places that we never even knew existed. Not only that, but we get to meet so many different people from so many different places. And it just brings in when we are at the point to open that storefront, We are going to have a customer base from here to Carroll County to Ocean City to D.C., Virginia, because we go to so many different places and meet so many different Mm -hmm. people. And I think that's one of the most important and one of the favorite things for me is being able to have people come up to us and and say, well, I don't do milk, I can't have this, I can't have this. And we're right there to say, okay, well, what do, you, what do you like? Do you like chicken? Do you like fish? Do you let me whip you something up? And we're able to create mm-hmm. that special dish for that person with their allergies without you know, having to go through all of the shenanigans because a lot of stuff in the restaurants are pre-made and things like that. But I think the most important part for me is the fact that I meet so many people and go to so many places. I'm discovering Maryland and I've lived here for a very long time.
1: Likewise, I grew up in Maryland, but there are parts of Maryland that I still find fascinating and interesting and have never seen before. For such a small state, it has a lot to explore. So, exploring the state, meeting new people, letting them know that you can accommodate their dietary restrictions is awesome. You know, that's a selling point right there. Just that you guys are flexible enough to still be in the moment and create fresh, healthy, you know, delicious food for someone that has a restriction. So, that's amazing. I'm impressed and in awe of your ability to be so very flexible in the moment. I've worked in restaurants and it's not that easy. Someone comes in and says they're vegetarian. Mm -hmm. The first thing you do is you look at the salad. You're like, I'm gonna give them a salad. Nope, but they might not want that. There's other options out there. So that's great. So tell me about jerk, seasoning, sauce, preparation, process, the definition of jerk. What does that mean?
2: All right, so jerk is is a traditional way of cooking food in Jamaica and it dates back to our slavery days when originally Jerk was underground, on the ground. So you, you'd put the food in, you'd dig a hole, line it with, mm-hmm. with banana leaves and stuff, put the, put the meat in it, and then you'd, you'd cover it up and make a fire on it, and it would cook like that. And that was originally how Jerk was done back in the day, because mm-hmm. if you're cooking like a whole pig, you didn't want your slave masters to see what you were cooking. So they just thought it was just a big bonfire made. So that was how it is. But it it has evolved to the point where you're now able to, because of the availability of seasonings, because originally you had to make your jerk seasoning yourself. But there are jerk seasonings that are on the market now that allows people to be able to do jerk even in their oven. A lot of Jamaicans will tell you, oh, that's not real jerk if it's not done on a grill or in a pit. But Mm -hmm. the flavors are still there. It just requires a little more, or let's say, a little less attention to details, because it's in the oven. You could preset your oven and be done with it. But for us, okay. we keep it real. I do my jerk on a grill still. <laughs> Wherever my truck <laughs> is, if you're inviting my food truck and we are not able to do, put, the, put, the, put my grill outside and do my jerk chicken, we will come, because we do have a grill inside the trailer. We have a grill inside a trailer, but I prefer to do mine on the grill outside. It helps people to see that this has been done the original way, and that's how we enjoy doing it, because we eat our own food. So if, mm-hmm. if I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it the way I will want it done, so I, I'm going to eat it.
1: That's right. And the aroma, you know, the smell yeah. coming off that grill, oh, it, that'll hook them in right there, you know, just smelling it cooking and and being around it and having that experiential pre-appetizer, right? That if it smells good, it's going to taste good. So you want to enjoy it that way. So definitely, I am a fan of all things jerk. I think jerk chicken is probably (laughs) one of my absolute favorites, but I'm a fan of jerk lamb, jerk pork, Mm -hmm. you name it. I am definitely a fan of it. Can't get enough. Okay, so you guys are... Tell me a little bit about the Roy Perth scholarship and how people can
0: support that. So my dad has worked at HCC for 28 years. In the previous years, there were a lot of events that HCC put on where employees got to showcase their talents, like singing and dancing and things like that. So my dad was always involved in those. He loves to sing. He loved to dance. And when he passed away, we thought, like, what would be the best way to honor his memory? And mm-hmm. we thought about why create a scholarship at somewhere that he's worked for so long and loved and offer it to students that are in the arts, which is something that he also loved. Last year was our first foundation event at HCC. We bought out the food truck and everything that was sold. When the truck was donated to the scholarship, we had a few other vendors that participated as well and donated a portion of their proceeds to the scholarship fund. And then we also had a lot of people in the community and employees and former employees of the college that went and donated. If you are interested in donating, we would really appreciate it. You can log on to the HCC website and scholarship backslash parent Foundation and you are able to donate directly online, or you're free to also send them a check. Our next event for the scholarship is coming up on March 22nd. We're still narrowing down the details, but it's going to be from 11 to 4. And it's going to be right in the middle between the cafeteria and Duncan Hall. So there's going to be information coming out from the college and information on our social media page if you guys want to check it out and come by or donate.
1: Sure. So definitely March 22nd. Put that on your calendar. Uh, Thea's will be out support, come make a donation. It's for a great cause, a great scholarship fund, What better way to support students than to contribute to helping grow scholarship for them in their process. And you guys are huge hearted people to put that forth and honor your father in such an amazing way that that will be a living legacy for him as it continues to grow and develop. The scholarship will gain more and more attention this way. So Kudos to you guys for starting a scholarship for students from a family of love, and that's how it radiates out. So that's awesome to see.
0: I want to make sure so. that I inter- interject here, Tim, and say the scholarship was an idea for me and my other six siblings, so I don't want to leave them out or not make them see that. It seems as if they're not a part of it. It was developed by my mom, which is still she's still a Howard County College employee and my um, other six siblings and me making seven. So I just want to make sure that that gets out there. Very
1: nice. Nice big family. We love it. Awesome. So yes, honor to the entire family for their contributions <laughs> and putting this forward. Very nice. OK, so you briefly mentioned social media. How can we find you guys? Where are you? How do we get in touch? Where do we know to follow you for events and, and food truck activities?
0: So you can pretty much follow us on any social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. It's all Althea is Almost Famous. We also have our website, we have altheaskitchen.com and we also have ilovethisjerk.com. So you can go on there, do our location tracker if you wanted to find out where we are. You can follow us on social media for just different things where we're gonna be, demos for how to use our jerk sauce. You can also purchase our jerk sauce on any social media platform and on our website.
1: You guys heard that, jerk sauce for sale. Find the food truck, go out and buy your jerk sauce. And you can do it in the oven at home or on the grill. Grilling season is right around the corner, right? So you can get that and have that yes. home experience for yourself. Nice, nice, nice. And what I'll do is uh, we'll connect and I'll get all your social media stuff. And we'll share it throughout the college as well to make sure you guys are getting good traction. So tell me about the name Althea's Almost Famous. Where'd you come up with that?
0: So as I mentioned before, I was in real estate. I was given the opportunity to be in a program at my company and I had to drive to King of Prussia once a month for 12 months in order to be in the program. So at that time I had developed the jerk sauce and I bought like little sample cups to our meeting one month and gave one to each person in the corporate office and all the other, I don't want to say all the other colleagues that were in this class. They all went home and tried it. And the next month I went back, they were looking at me weird and saying, well, what are you doing here? And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing here? Am I fired or something? And I don't know. And they pretty much all said the same thing. With this jerk sauce, it's going to make you famous. And I worked with a brand new company that was currently working with, my real estate company at that point and pretty much everyone else gave them the same feedback saying this off is gonna make her famous. So the branding company came up with Althea's almost famous.
1: love it. absolutely love it. I will say it is famous, especially here in Howard County so Althea's almost famous is gonna go worldwide, right? Let's name it and claim it that down and get those orders in so we can get Althea's almost famous worldwide. That's what we like to see, growth in business, growth in community. You guys are an intricate part of everything going on here in Howard County and Maryland, which is awesome to see. So is there anything else that you want to leave us with today before we wrap up? We're getting close to time, but any great thoughts, best practices, and then I've got a treat for you at the end. So I'll let you guys take over and tell me what you think we need to do to make a food truck happen.
2: If someone wants to get into the food truck business, you got to first realize that it's a lot of work. It's a whole lot of work because we both quit our nine to five. and now we're working 24 <laughs> seven. So you got to understand it's a That's lot right. of work. You have to have a passion for, for feeding people because there are days when it, it's going to seem like it doesn't make any sense for you because it's, it's not about the money. If you're going into a food truck business for the money, it's best you keep your keep your regular job because it, it, mm. it's not about the money. There are days when you're going to feel like, oh, is this worth it? Did I make the right choice? You have to have a passion for feeding people. You have to love cooking. If you don't love cooking, there's no point. You have to have that passion. And mm-hmm. you just have to endure because it's a business that comes with a lot a lot of ups and downs. And trust me, the downs are really dope.
0: Well, I'm going to stick to the positive part. We enjoy <laughs> feeding people. We enjoy mm-hmm. going out and helping all the people in our community. Um, we work with um, the homeless shelter down on Hickory Ridge. We work with our community cares. We work with cancer patients in our, our area that are going through chemo and need food when they come home. So there are so many things that we do that we love. So back to the passion part, you have to have a passion for food and helping people. And that's what we're all about. We're very thankful for you today to help showcase our business. We're also thankful to HCC for like just being open to all the crazy ideas that we come up with and also allowing us to come on the campus and be all the students. We're also very grateful for you know, Calvin and a lot of other, I want to say politicians, but in the Howard County area that helps us and help all small businesses, m for helping a lot of us. So there's a lot of people that is into this food business, but it is a lot of work, but there's so many positive parts about it as well.
1: So number one, you got to lead with your passion. There's going to be hard work. There's going to be Rainy days, right? Rainy days are not fun, I'm I'm sure, for a food truck. So you got to take it all in stride. You got to know how to manage your time, your energy. You got to conserve. You got to know when to do it and when not to do it. So this is great information for especially aspiring students that are interested in going into the food and beverage industry and looking at a mobile food business. They're extremely popular. Often people see the glitz and the glam of it. And they think this is awesome. I don't want to do it, but they need to see the other side of it as well. And know the level of commitment that's required to support the business. And it has to be an all in, like you said, 24 seven attitude to make it work. And that's the fact. So, and it's great to have community support as well. That's awesome. Yeah, This is my favorite part of the show. It's where we do, our rapid-fire questions. I'm going to ask you guys a few questions and answer with the first thing that comes on your mind, and either one of you can answer or you both can answer. So first thing, okay. favorite ice cream. Eggnog. I'm Vanilla. Eggnog and vanilla. Great. If I gave you guys $10,000 today, what would you do with it?
0: Set it up for our storefront.
1: That's probably first yeah, our
0: storefront.
1: Invest, yeah. right? So you would invest it in the business yeah. to grow. Awesome. So a storefront. Yes. That's something do I need to is that a little nugget you just dropped that I need to look out for? That there's gonna be a possible yes. storefront coming in the near <laughs> future? <laughs> yeah, it's
0: in the works.
2: It's in the works. Nice. But nice, the, nice, nice. The main challenge is funding. So it, funding. it's a lot of funding to get
1: there. Okay. If you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would that be? Anthony Bourdain.
0: Yeah, Anthony Bourdain would be mine.
1: (laughs) Anthony Bourdain. Wow, awesome. You know I have an autographed cookbook from Anthony Bourdain. Wow, that's one of my favorites. That's one of my all time favorites, guys. Very nice. I would have to go with Bob Marley. Bob
2: Marley. I would have been with Bob hit, Another yeah. major, yes. Yes, Bob yeah, Marley. He, he's, sure. he's, he's a like, huge inspiration. Just his philosophies and the way he, mm-hmm. the things he believes in, they're similar to how I think. So
1: That's right. Very well, that good. You? you guys have been a refreshing breath of fresh air. I'm excited for you. I'm excited about what you guys are doing, the direction you're moving in. And of course, I'm a fan of the food. So I know March 22nd, you will see me on campus, in line, ready to have some lunch and enjoy Mm -hmm. Althea's Almost Famous, which in my mind, I'm just gonna call it famous because it is famous (laughs) and it's a famous right here in our community. So it's definitely on the mark. This has been a great time spent with you all. I really appreciate it. Can't wait to see you guys around. Y'all take care and have a great day.
0: Thank you. Thanks for inviting us Tim, have a good one.
1: It's been my pleasure and at your service as always. That brings our show to an end. Thank you as always for joining us here at At Your Service and check us out on Podbean or Howard Community College YouTube. Thank you so much. Have a great day.
2: Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.